Hello, friends. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash geekcastlive. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey, Knuckleheads, GCR here telling you to get over to DeathWishCoffee.com. Use our discount code GEEKCAST to save 15% on coffee, mugs, and DeathWish Coffee merchandise. Thank me later. Hey, guys, Rob Bass here. Just wanted to let you know that if you like our podcast and want to support us, be sure to check us out at Patreon.com slash GeekCastLive. That is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash geek cast live geek cast joe here if you enjoy our show be sure to like subscribe and share with your friends you can find us every saturday morning on itunes facebook and twitter just search geek cast live it's a trap Knuckleheads, welcome to episode and so, 330 of the so hot right Live now. Podcast. I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Rob Bass. <laughs> okay. This guy. And guys, Joe. <laughs> it's been a couple weeks, I mean, let's be honest. But we're back. The, the way dramatic pause by yeah. Humberto. Rob Bass. Then he said, "Then he said it like he was unsure of himself." Right, Rod Burgundy'd himself. I'm Rob Bass. <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. Ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, well, hey, welcome back, everybody. So, uh, it's been a, it's been a hot minute since we've all been on the show. We had a, a bit there. of a pause for uh, Gen Con, mm-hmm. which was riveting. Great success. Uh, Gen Con um, doubled in size as far as attendance this year. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and spilled it's into Lucas massive, Oil yeah. for the first time that I can remember. Mm-hmm. It's the first time something has spilled into oil instead of the other way around. <laughs> so it's like an extra eco-friendly kind of I like, I like that. Yeah. Um, uh, Nick, you weren't with us, and so I would like to regale you with uh, my favorite story. From Gen Con. It has nothing to do with the convention itself. Does that have to do with like pickles by a chance? It absolutely has to do with pickles. That's one of my favorite stories ever. <laughs> do tell. Uh, we went to the Tilted Kilt, as we like to do, because it's a little bit farther away from the food trucks and the hubbub of. Because you enjoy Cons. a riveting game of Butterface. Yep. And there's ah! that girl there who's got a Dune tattoo, but has never read Dune. That's where she's at. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. And I, I'm going to say uh, the A team. The A team was at Tilted Kilt this time, by the way. B.A. Baracus and Face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Hal and Mad Murdoch. No, you said. Well, uh, wait, was it was it Mr. T or Quentin Rampage it was, Jackson? It was Quentin Rampage Jackson. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> which is the worst. <laughs> we we got to a Quentin Rampage Jackson reference really fast within like within like four minutes. 
we, we went from start of the podcast to Rampage Jacks, which is amazing. That was strong. New anyway. Very strong. Anyway, we all digress. So um, let's just say she wasn't. Why am I sugarcoating it? This girl was an idiot. <laughs> this is Dune, or this no? Is we actually didn't see Dune. Yeah, Dune wasn't there. She must have finally decided to go back to college. You shamed well, her right Brown, out of the convention. Brown circuit. Mackey College. She went back to DeVry. Um, nothing against Phoenix. people who graduated from DeVry. La, 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 la. But uh, so she, I ordered a pickleback. I asked if she had pickle juice. She said yes. I said let's get some, a couple of picklebacks. So she goes into the back with a plastic cup cup and comes back with a glass full of pickle juice and I said what kind of pickle juice is that and she said like I don't know it's pickle juice and I said well yeah but what you know what kind of she get and she said came in a five gallon bucket came out of a bucket and I was like oh so it's it's bucket pickles you know like just being an asshole right. well, well <laughs> then I told her that I prefer Clausen pickle juice and she says she really likes pickles and I said what kind of pickles do you like and she says uh, kosher. And I said, Oh, like what brand? And she says, um, <laughs> kosher. Is kosher not a brand? <laughs> <laughs> so then, I, I like the one with the eagle, you know, like, the bird that delivers your babies. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Delivers, delivers so, the so babies she, to Dumbo. That's, that's, oh, to Dumbo. That's, that's right. Said, I like the one with the eagle, you know, the bird that delivers the babies to Dumbo. That wasn't you being funny, Joe. That's actually what she said. She said what she said. Oh, Oh, sweet chocolate. (laughs) So now I realized what level of intellect I'm dealing with. I start telling her that I'm you. That's like that's like you're a great white and somebody just chummed the water. <laughs> I'm now telling the dung sickle what in the in the in the guess guess me chocolate that wasn't filled with toothpaste on that one. <laughs> I start telling her that I know all about pickles because I'm a pickle farmer. And of course, of course she's already asked us where we're from, and I already told her Vermont. So I'm a I'm a Vermont pickle farmer. And I, I'm guessing that she doesn't really understand the chemical process uh, that her response that actually pickles is. aren't pulled right out of the ground. She looks at me, kind of cocks her head and says, hmm, you know, I guess I never thought of that, but pickles got to grow somewhere. Wow. You are yep. not entirely <laughs> what, uh, what kind of pickles do you grow at your farm in Vermont there, Rye? Oh, I grow, uh, I, I grow, well, I grow all kinds of pickles. I grow the kosher ones, but we're really proud of our sweet gherkins. <laughs> I could have been, I could have made 20 bucks right there, <laughs> but it's because I saw no sweet gherkins coming from about three minutes ago. <laughs> there's no sodium in the soil, which is why the pickles can get so sweet. Stop yourself. <laughs> you not. That's what he oh. said. Oh yeah. <laughs> she's like, she looks at me and I said, you know, like the Dahlia onions. And she goes, well, that makes sense. <laughs> and then she went back and locked herself in the deep freeze. I, I'm looking at these guys like, and they're like, like, uh, like Rob's like, yep. Yep. Sweet Kirk. It's no sodium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Vermont. <laughs> Everybody's got to grow. You're right. 
Eagle Storm. And, and you got to keep riding that wave, right? I mean, you don't you don't hop off the board. You take you a little bit ashore. I I talked to her about pickles. At one point, I told her, I asked her why she liked her kosher pickles. And I was trying to get her to engage me in that because I was going to, I was hoping she would say like, what's a kosher pickle? And I was going to tell them it's pickles that we pull out of the ground and then we, we get, we get them blessed by a rabbi and then we bleed them from the neck until they're done bleeding on the kill floor. And I, cause I know I could have got her thinking that that's how kosher pickles are made. You're a bad person. I know. It was my favorite part of Gen Con, though. I could have stayed there for days and talked to her about all the different things I grow. All the things that don't actually exist in life that you actually like. You know what I mean? Like marshmallows. Mayonnaise. (laughs) (laughs) She she might have had you at mayonnaise. I... mm. I'm not not doubting you. I'm just saying that's a, a tough sell. There's a good chance she calls my bluff and I say, uh, you got me on mayonnaise. And then we just, and then I could have dropped like tartar sauce on her and she'd have been like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense because you do the pickles. So. Because <laughs> you do the pickles. Uh, Wondrous. Wondrous was, use of company time. It was, it was beautiful. We had to have lunch for Christ's sake. Oh, and, uh, that's fine. And, uh, then. Robert and Joseph, how about yourself? Give, uh, give me your your high water mark. Oh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> Something was amazing, but I don't know what it was. <laughs> I'm waiting with bated breath. <laughs> In love trade Wait, places with flashes of boss. Stop yourself. What, you, what is my am, am I having am I having problems coming through? Yeah, oh yeah, awful, awful problems. Jesus. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So Rob can't hear us right now. Is what I'm enjoying. No, it's giving I, me I great can, hope for the recording of this fine. episode. <laughs> oh, well, you're just doing you're like uh, you're talking from underwater kind of deal that you'd like to do on occasion, but like inside of a trunk of like a Cadillac underwater. Like you were a bottom yeah, it's, top hit. Yeah, it, they're and trying to save you in like Michigan, but you're not having behind. it. Ah, oh, come on. And Chappaquiddick. <laughs> Teddy Kennedy. Good senator, bad. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who? Ted, well, that was- when was Teddy Kennedy? Uh, on, on the Supreme Court in Congress. What was he on the Supreme Court? Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Congress. When did he engage in sexual Congressional Congress? Supreme Court Justice <laughs> Teddy Kennedy. From the great state of Nebraska. Ted Pendergrass. Holy shit. Was that a Teddy Pendergrass? I yep. tried to slide that in there. I tried, and I thought it was going to go. To, no, I, not a, not on the Quentin Rampage Jackson show. It ain't happening. <laughs> yep. Uh, Rob, did you abandon us? Because now wait fifteen seconds. Right. Oh no, I'm littering and littering and. Hold on, here. Uh, hold on. I'm going to ask him a question, and we're just going to count to see how long okay. the actual delay is. Rob, go. How was Gen Con? One thousand one. Fantastic! I really enjoyed myself. We got a three. Yeah, we got we got two Mississippi delay. That's fine. That we can make that work. Um, Let's see. (laughs) 
<laughs> Joe, how about you? What was your favorite thing about Gen Con? Oh, man, there were so many good things. Honestly, I think it was uh, hanging out with Archon Games the whole time and, and selling the crap out of, out of Eschaton. Yeah, that I, was good. Yeah, I honestly feel as though we're personally responsible for their tremendous success. That's not, I mean, that's not a bad way to think about it. We it's were, totally not their fault that they made a great game. Fault? Responsibility? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, you can get a beer at a bar in Indianapolis and just walk around with it outside. I Does everybody have a delay? This year. <laughs> Oh, no. uh, so, uh, do we have a do review this week? We do. Fantastic. We do. It's your do review. Oh, indeed. Well, we've, uh, when no shock here that Pokemon Go has come up a time or two on this podcast and pretty much everywhere else uh, in, in entertainment lately. And our old pal, friend of the program, Buckley, noted uh, hater of pop culture had weighed in on it, which I came across um, on his YouTube feed. And it seemed, uh, it seemed pretty appropriate considering um, he's sort of attacking the, the idea that at least social media wise, there's this kind of pseudo backlash, uh, both with, you know, the servers having issues and, you know, yada, yada, yada with these sort of 20 somethings, late 20 somethings that are feeling like they've got a, first rights to this game because you know they played it when they were kids and sort of missing the point that it's a kid's game that's opened up to a whole nother generation of kids and that it's uh becoming a bit uh, contentious would that be yeah, the right yeah, phrase word. And I, I just found it I found it interesting because one just to have a a more researched you know kind of slant on the whole thing because I'm torn. I, f- I find, truthfully, I find the Pokemon Go thing both fascinating and repugnant. And <laughs> this kind of hit on a little bit of both. I, I truly respect the game makers a ton because anytime you can do something that is that truly brings a little bit of a different slant um, to the to the marketplace. You know, even if it's not an absolute success, you know, I like that, you know, try something a little different. And they certainly did that, you know, and uh, uh, the fact that it's sort of sweeping as it is, is sort of disgusting as we are a nation of lemmings. But um, it, at its core, you know, it's it's a it seems to be a cool idea for a game. I have no problem with it. As with anything else, the people that, you know abuse things and overvalue them and overhype their significance tend to kind of poison the pond. And there's a lot of that going on uh, right now. Uh, but I it also, at its core, it's sort of stupid for adults to wander around, you know, trying to, to catch, you know, fake creatures on their phone. It's a cool thing for kids uh, you know, and get them up and actually doing something. But Why do you, think it's you start to see... Um, like I said, it in and of itself is not, but like, I, I get that the owner of a Burger King or an independent business doesn't want some fucking Jagamoff just strolling into their place of business and wandering around their convenience store or whatever else, chasing some fucking turdling on his phone. And then, you know, 
not not want to take it, not buy anything. Let's the businesses what? come up with it. I feel to see what what's what's the problem here. Uh, go go deeper with that thought. What do you mean, opt out? Businesses, if you're a pokey stop or a gym, you're able to uh, send in a request to Niantic to get your pokey stop or gym taken down. So the businesses aren't dealing with that. Memorials even aren't even dealing with that anymore. So I guess I feel, is that what the about, only problem? What about, I, I, can, I can see a place that wants to. All right, I, I didn't know that's how it worked, but I assume every place that would participate is participating with the idea of paying customers in mind or patrons or whatever else. Um, no, it, right right now, Nick, they have um, <clears throat> a lot of the, the Pokestops and gyms within the game were already established like meeting places or memorials or buildings of significance within towns and cities across the world that were already in the Google Maps database. Okay. That were, that were used for the the Ingress game, that was oh still is fairly oh, popular. Jesus. They're both both made by Niantic. Um, I didn't know that. Businesses now can, if you are a Pokestop or a gym, you can get it removed. Like the Holocaust Museum, you can get to where it doesn't work. And they're starting to think about like because like Arlington National Cemetery right now, there's Pokemon in it. So people are walking around Arlington looking for fucking Pokemon. I'm not, not cool. I don't think that's cool. And so they're trying to Niantic is, is actually trying to find a way where they can make like the entirety of Arlington National Cemetery. There would not be a Pokemon that would show up in that. So don't go in there to look for it type thing. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't um, know that. I didn't know it was that structured. I kind of thought it was sort so of just with, random with that in mind. So what else is your problem with it then? Um, I, it's not, you can't, I, I, it's, you can't it's, pretend like it's for everybody though, Rob. It's, I think it seems like it's being rather disparaging on people going out and enjoying it. Something, anything, oh, I'm answering outside, your, I'm answering your question. Anything that allows, you know, <laughs> well, you thought if you're not going to you take yourself out of the matrix. Are you asking me these questions? It's funny that you thought no, Ingress was stupid right and dumb. I do. I still do. <laughs> I no, I'm not talking to you, Nick. It's funny that oh. Rob saw no value in Ingress and thought it was stupid, find, and now because it's Pokemon, Ingress he's all about almost dumb. the same game. Whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. I never thought that it was stupid or dumb. I just didn't participate in it. I didn't disparage you guys for going out and playing it. I didn't. I didn't think okay, it was I mean, dumb that you guys were playing at three o'clock in the fucking morning. I do the same no, thing with Pokemon. It's just, let's it let's, let's double back. Let's double back. Um, I'm not trying to offend people who enjoy playing Pokemon Go. That's not my point. Um, but anything that has the, you know. <laughs> It's mm-hmm. it's far right is a little bit you know disturbing. I I understand that nobody had that in the foresight that people are going to get shot playing or wandered in traffic and get hit by cars. Um, it just it takes if you forget the human element, which is humans are stupid for the most part. And you know I think some of the good benefits of it of being a game that requires you to be you know somewhat mobile, which I'm all for. I think it's a cool idea. I know Ryan, you like playing it with your son. On, which I think is an awesome thing. 
to get out and about, but like, you know, I don't know, a dude in his late twenties that, you know, wanders out into traffic because he's staring at his phone seems a bit, a bit dumb. Um, that I can agree with. And, and the fact that it's like, like back to the Buckley point that, that you know, certain that groups are, are feeling outraged about some sort of like, you know, because I owned a Game Boy and played this when I was a snot-nosed nine-year-old that no one else should, you know, get in my way as I, you know, get to achieve this like apparent, you know, fantasy that would that would come true later in life that there'd be another incantation of this, you know, sort of ridiculous I, I game. Could, I could not agree with Buckley more in his video, but I would think that the, the, I watched that video. And I actually got the idea that Buckley was actually, um, he was actually had no problem with Pokemon go. He had a problem with, uh, with, with fuckheads who have, uh, I agree. I, I'm, I'm saying I don't, I don't, I don't, I just, that's why I tried to, to say, I, I don't, I, I, I like the game. I mean, I like the idea of it. I think there's a lot of good things for it. I'm not a hater, but it has, I think we can all admit it's sort of gotten a little bit over its skis. Oh, I think they were over their skis before they even started. I think well, the fact that they they totally underestimated the the, the desire for the game uh, uh, from the the standpoint of the players who wanted to play it, and I think that uh, the fact that they basically just put it put Pokemon skin on top of Ingress. Uh, is is probably partially responsible for why there were so many glitches early on and why there continue to be glitches. So I, I, I'm with you. I think they're over the skis completely. You know, I also don't think they took into account, you know, I saw the video of the, the kids who were in like the Veterans Memorial Park and there was that one like guy who runs the park who's a Vietnam veteran who got like, like tore down their tents and got physical with them. I don't know if you guys saw that video or not. No, I didn't. I didn't. No. He he was in the wrong. Um, he shouldn't have knocked on their tents and like pushed them and shit. But they should respect the fact, like, the, like these are gravestones and these are memorials to like guys that I lost. And I run this park, and I don't want you playing. If you want to come here and like reminisce and uh, pay your respects, please be in my park. If you're just going to be walking around here and like smoking cigarettes and catching Pokemon, I want you to leave. And I don't think that they took that into account either when they made this game. Because like with like with Ingress, there was no like walking around fucking everywhere to do what you wanted to do. With Ingress, there was a fucking place you can drop portals and or resonators and you drove away to the next one or you walked to the next portal with with Pokemon. You can find yourself just fucking. I mean, that's why dudes walked off cliffs. They're just walking around looking at their phone, trying to get the fucking footprints to go from three to two to one. So they can catch fucking Dratini. Right. You combine that with the fact that you can put on a lure or an incense or something and be there for like 30 minutes. Right. And so now you're, sitting, to run out. now you're sitting. I mean, like the. Uh, um, the VFW or the Legion here in town is a Pokestop. Well, right next to the Legion is a, a place of residence. So you could, I mean, I could go there and I could stand in front of a guy's house all night playing Pokemon. Um, I don't want somebody standing in front of my house all night. That's just me. And especially me. Yeah, I, that, that, 
guess that's where I was at is that there's 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 stuff that the unforeseen you know and it's not I'm not blaming it, but it was sort of unforeseen but the fact that that is what it is and that one that the people playing don't have any more you know personal or social awareness than to do what they're doing and that on the other side you know certain people I'm sure are overreacting to Very it as stuff. well it's just kind of a it, I you step back and then you realize what people are and I know this is dramatic but what people People are dying or getting injured for and then, then I double back and that's pretty fucking stupid. It's just yeah. not that it's not that exciting of a game or that or you know, world changing. It just seems dumb. The whole thing all mashed together seems sort of dumb and you know being yeah. made to be way more important than it is, which I think was kind of the Buckley point. It's like, really, people? Just let it be a let it be a fun game and, and stop at that. On the other hand, I caught another Pikachu today. I just got a Redditor right now. That's cool. What are you going to do with the Redditor? Uh, I'm him? probably going to turn it into Redditor candy and yep. feed oh, it to another Redditor. Right. Got it. Got it. I okay. thought you were going to. I thought you going to take it and turn it into like Reddit gold, and then right. try to get some upvotes. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think Professor Willow will let me do that. Maybe use your Redditor to create like your own subreddit, like the Cartoon Joe subreddit. The and, least visited subreddit, and then history. you could, and then you could uh, um, somehow get on 4chan. I don't know. It's more speaking anonymous. of subreddits. That was also a point that Buckley made: is that it's like these Reddit subreddits and and you know Twitter and everything else is so oh so flooded with fucking Pokemon Go thoughts and nonsense, and it's just you know it's just God. It can't be that fucking prevalent of a topic it isn't just only so much you can say about it it isn't for me because i i didn't this is the only pokemon thing i've ever played in my life i'm actually i actually went through and renamed all my pokemon and i kind of hate it because i don't know what their names are but there must be something you know narcotic about the original because you saw rob fucking spit the bit the minute we started talking about this and he's one of those are you still here rob Oh, good. He's one of those 20 something, you know, huge Pokemon Go as a child kind of thing. And it's like deeply embedded in his chromosomal setup. And, and they get weird. Apparently, these second generation Pokemoners are fucked up. Gotta, gotta give him the eight second buffer. <laughs> right. The rant is coming, but maybe there's maybe there's something to that. That it's these, you know, people in that particular wheelhouse that are getting this second time around in their life with Pokemon. They lose their damn mind. I don't know. I mean, I had I had red and blue version and yellow version, and like then the next generation of stuff. So I, I've played like seven or eight Pokemon games growing up. I think Pokemon Go is awesome. I don't have time to play it as much as I would like to, or like, you know, I've got a phone bill to pay that doesn't let me be out all the time using data. So I enjoy it and I don't care if other people enjoy it. And like, that's, that's part of the reason that we do this show, I think is like, if you want to geek about this, by all means, person on the street, geek about it, but let other people geek about it too. You don't, you know, I, I totally agreed with the argument of, of like, uh, being older than somebody else doesn't make you come to the first part of the queue or to the front of the queue just because you're older. Like following that logic, like step right up and eat paint chips before me by all means. Well, following, right. that, following that logic, I'm not allowed to be a Cubs fan until my dad 
uh, gets to enjoy the World Series first. Right. Exactly. And it doesn't. It doesn't work that way. I mean, I can't begrudge a new Cubs fan. Like, I mean, Macklin's going to be fucking on cloud nine. He's cloud nine when when Chris Bryant hits a home run. Let alone if the Cubs were to win a World Series, and he has no. He hasn't had any anguish. You know, yeah, he hasn't a, suffered the prerequisite amount of years. <laughs> right. Appreciate. Right. But he, he, can, he can still enjoy it. Right. So, um, no, I'm with you. I, the most I ever played was when we were at Gen Con, uh, Wednesday night, Rob and I, when we did, when we found out you could get a beer to go, we got a beer to go. And during Gen Con, everything was lured. So there was Pokemon coming fucking out of your ass. I mean, it was like more, it was like grains of sand. That's how many Pokemon there were. And we would walk around the block drinking a beer, catching Pokemon. We'd stop at a bar, get a beer, walk around the block, drinking a beer, catching Pokemon. We did that for probably two hours. Um, so awesome. Well, we met a bunch of people, caught some fucking Pokemon. Yeah, it was a good time. But we also didn't walk in front of a fucking bus or right. like into a burning building or uh, into someone else's house. It's weird now. I don't know if you guys got the upgrade or the update. I didn't see if, that. If you're if you're driving now, mm-hmm. it says. You're going too fast unless you're the passenger and then you press on the passenger and the game right. that you play, which is <laughs> which hilarious. Is, it's fucking hilarious. It's like they're covering their ass. Yeah, that's but, all they're doing. So funny. But anyway, no, that was a good do review. It was uh, I like Buckley. Though. I, enjoyed it. I laughed really hard with the uh, the BuzzFeed joke. Oh yeah, that made me. I've, I've seen crap before where it's like, man, if you got like a 1994 thing that sucks, you can sell it for a million dollars. Like, no, that guy's trying to sell it for a million dollars, and he's never going to sell it. My dad just bought a bunch of Beanie Babies about a year ago. That's tremendous. And why? He, because. They all had their tags on them. I say, like, how quick did Josie tear the tags off? They all had their tags on them, and so it's like, I just bought Josie's college. Like, mm. no, you that's didn't. sad. <laughs> that's she, sad. She should have invested in Bitcoin instead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I still don't understand. That it's was actually- basically it's basically Beanie Babies, but digital. That was my my second and third favorite moment of Gen Con to bring the all the way back to the start of the podcast. Number two was me saying, I don't understand Bitcoin. And Jacob lit up, turned around like he was going to explain to me Bitcoin. And I said, I don't want to know anything about Bitcoin. And he, <laughs> and it was like somebody like, it's like I licked my thumb and forefinger and pinched his candle flame out. <laughs> and he would, he like, he wilted like a flower, like a dying flower. <laughs> I don't know what Bitcoin is. Let me tell you. I don't want to know. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't want to hear about your imaginary digital <laughs> currency. <laughs> exactly. My third favorite moment was holding the door for people. <laughs> it was so great. And just, I would hold the door open and, and people would walk by and I'd say, hold door. And they would like, look at me and walk in and like every third person wouldn't get it. And every fourth person would laugh maniacally at the fact that I was just holding the door and saying, hold door to people. That's pretty good. Oh, it was great. It was a good time. That was that was good. That was good. My least favorite part was having to leave two days early. But yeah, that sucked. But hey, you know what are you gonna do? There was there was drinking to be done. There was stuff to do. 
Yeah. Stuff. Well, it sounds like Gen Con was a great success. Yeah. It was good. And I, I, from what I heard, um, they're planning on almost 80,000 people next year. Damn. Which they're going to have to. And I think we talked about that while we were there too. They're going to have, to, it's like it's hit its zenith as it is. It's so fucking crowded the way they have that one convention center laid out mm-hmm. that they're going to have to do something like, you know, anybody selling like uh, board games, you're in Lucas oil, everybody who's selling anything else, you can stay in the convention center or something. Right. Cause it is huge. It's, it's, it was, uh, it was tough. It was a little tough. I thought. I agree. But I, you know, at the same time I had, about as much fun as I've ever had at Gen Con, just going and seeing so much stuff and seeing so many people and playing Eschaton over and over again. Nick, we played this game, Archon Games. We've actually had them on the show. Uh, Travesty Games is what their old name was. They they did the yeah. game Shindig Machine. Um, they're Archon Games now. And they have this game called Eschaton, and it is a deck building game where you try to have your cult influence um, be have the most influence come time when Armageddon hits and Armageddon randomly brings itself to the forefront of the deck as you might play one round and Armageddon might pop up. You might play 50 rounds before Armageddon pops up. You don't know. Well, we were. uh uh, the four of us sat down to play and then we had one extra seat open. So this guy sat down. Lewis was his name. Yep. Uh, cool dude. Lewis, if you're listening, we had a great time with you. He's from Tulsa. Um, and the other table that was playing it where they were like, they were just being quiet and like play testing the game. And we decided that we would be like very loud. ourselves. Right. <laughs> very loud. And I think louder than they maybe. I think they were a little embarrassed. Yeah, I think I, I think I saw the first act of this. I think it was at my wedding. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that's about that's delicious. About. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck, I hadn't laughed that hard in a long time. Either. That's a good one. That other, the other table though, weak sauce. We thought for sure that we would have to bring it to make them bring it, and they just never brought it back. They they weren't properly equipped for that level of. In this game, in this game, you can spend some points to buy things. But one of the things you can buy is a plague and you unleash a plague upon a certain part on the board. Well, anytime anybody had money to spend, we'd all start chanting plague, 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 plague. And we'd get louder and louder and louder until somebody was like, Jesus, okay, fine, I'll buy a plague. And then we'd all cheer like, yeah, the fucking plague. <laughs> oh, it's a good time. I can't wait to have the game to play the game with you. I think you're going to I think you're going to really enjoy it. Yeah, it's like a, a lot of fun. What did you call it, Rob? Uh, it's like an onion. Is that what you said? Oh yeah, no, it's an onion. It's just like, like just an absurd amount of different layers to it, and like six different ways you could play the game. So like you know how like uh like Paul will try to find a new way to play. Always, it's like it's already it's already built in the game that you can play it however you want to play, whatever your angle is, you can play that, that angle. So that was cool. Uh, we also is it, got is it teams or individual? individual individual this uh also um had uh a couple great rounds of gauntlet legends remember that game arcade game 
Pepper Gauntlet. Members. Yeah. Yes, I remember Gauntlet. Oh yeah, Green Valk. Poor man's Legend of Zelda, if I remember. Right. You do break a lot of things. Am I right? Is that the same game? I don't. I don't know. That's your no. Maybe. Yeah, I could be wrong. It's, it's totally your memory. I don't know. I was. I was playing a lot of Street Fighter Two back then. <laughs> Excellent. You have. Have we talked about that on this show? The dude who interviews the Street Fighter guys. Uh, yes, I remember that. Yes, Pete Holmes. I can never remember his name. Dahlsum. Nope, it's Pete Holmes. Oh, I I tried. The show's weird with eight second cards and everything. I kind of like eight second Rob. Gives me more time to frame my retort. Well, because you can say your piece, sit back. Think about what his response is going to be. Have your response planned out. He gives his, his his response, and then you have eight seconds to formulate the response to his response. Well, the the downside though is that he might respond in the middle of your response because he's not hearing. <laughs> is he is he hearing any of this? I think he's hearing all of it. I just yep. don't think he's responding because. Yep. yep. There it is. <laughs> uh, I think we I think we made him angry with the Pokemon thing. You can still play Pokemon. No, lag's just slang. Oh, the lag. Something is- about lag slang. <laughs> the lag slang. The lag is slang him. Oh, that, that'll do it. Mm-hmm. Lag is Rob's bane. Speaking of lag, is there anything else going on in the world these days that? Of any import? Um, uh, yeah. Um, the the world's greatest Olympic athlete is throwing some major shade at a dude who shadow boxed him, and I love it. You know, I I believe that the the man in question is a great American peckerhead. Yes. Um, but I'll be damned if I won't go ahead and cheer for the fucker every four years. Absolutely. And, and, um, when, and yeah, when you can, when you can make a, a South African bury his head like an ostrich, I mean that that brings out my pain or patriot like fucking nobody's business. Um, losers don't smoke weed. Champions do. <laughs> I've got enough gold medals that I can fucking concrete sink you mafia style in this pool and still have enough left to spare. But I said, I'm just going to beat the piss out of you. One, another one. Yep. He, he broke a, like a 2000 year old Olympic record when he won his 27, when he won his 21st uh, gold medal. Um, like Leonidas of Athens was, had the most, had 20 gold medals and he was the most, gold medals of all time uh, or most total medals or something like that. Um, he, the, the, he broke a 2000 year old record and then won four more. <laughs> he's a fucking stud, man. He just, he's, he's, he's the best swimmer of all time. And it's I love cool. Him. It's cool when you can be retired, go on like a year or two smoky bender. Um, grow grow a lumberjack beard, pop a kid out, and then decide. You know what? Eh, me I got one thing. more. I got one more in me. Yeah. Let me win. And then just go back out and just mop the floor with the competition. 
I also and I, and, and I do think the dude's a major douche. Like if I could fight him in an alley, I probably would. But total douchebag. He but, is. Uh, he is. He is an an, an amazing douchebag. Amazing. <laughs> Great. Athlete. But uh, you know what? Proud to be American. Go I'm, get him. Get him, Tiger. Um. Uh, I, I looked. I looked just recently to uh, all-time medals by country. Um, Summer Olympics. He, he out medals 196 other countries. <laughs> I, I didn't. I wasn't going there. I was going with the fact that America has. Uh, um, we've won 666 bronze medals, which seems ominous to me. But I wasn't kidding. They announced that today. He has more gold medals than 196 countries all time. Like he has more gold medals than Azerbaijan, <laughs> Tonga. Bhutan. Uh, Bhutan had nine dudes. And yes, so, so that's I'm pretty impressive. sure three, three out of four of those didn't have any water to practice any. <laughs> How about the fucking water in the diving pools turning green because of algae? That, that, uh, you, you beat me to it, you fucking show jumper. That was one of my, one of my fave things from the week. You totally ad hoc blocked him. <laughs> that was a nice. ad hoc block. It was. That is tremendous that they've got an algae, an algae bloom in the fucking diving pool. It's fucking great, man. Can, can I do a split off that? Because that was a perfect setup there. Sure. One, um, that's eclipsed only by the kayaker who didn't finish the race because they struck a floating sofa. <laughs> yep. The open water kayaker. That's outstanding. He hit a couch, like a sleeper's like a floating couch, and uh, knocked him off his off his glide path. That's Are bad. Are they competing in Rio de Janeiro or a college campus? Uh, <laughs> it, well, uh, it's a college campus with more feces. Ah, okay. So there. Uh, but, but the other segue is, and I had this in the show notes because I I really get worked up about this. I, I love you know me i i do love sport and i am a, a usa homer for any of these things the olympics the world cup whatever else i'll, I'll put my red white and blue on but you know every four years I, I get on a rampage about some of the things that are just you know shouldn't be an olympic sport or it's it's crazy that like somebody can equestrian. you know well, easy now. I, I I have to defend that because in my house I'll get banished to the couch if I speak ill of of the horse arts. Um, the horse, but dressage, <laughs> anything where you wear You're a top hat while you compete. Horses. The other people are. <laughs> I can't say you're wrong, but I cannot say you're right. Or if they were doing jousting, or if there was anything that actually involved the person doing something other than pointing the horse in a direction, then it, it would be impressive. But they're not. Dressage so is a weird one. Olympics. D- dressage, it, even it horse is, people can't dumb. defend dressage, just so you know. Um, is, but but uh, that's, that's a question, because the synchronized diving why i admit i couldn't do it and it's very it takes an immense amount of skill it's just crazy to me that somebody can get gold medals in synchronized diving but it's it's dependent on human prowess 
I'm with you. It's still like I agree. I, I, it's a weird one to have in the Olympics, but at least it requires human prowess. Those people are in fucking perfect timing. They're it does. I I only, I only brought it up because I only brought it up because of the the algae bloom that was in the diving pool. (laughs) <laughs> here's my thing with the synchronized diving short of synchronized swimming like synchronized swimming is like a um it's a it's ridiculous it's a, what, it's a dance thing it's like what is it but it's a team it, it is a team sport though you know what i mean i mean uh, but yeah know, there's a lot of them my my problem with synchronized diving is if you can have synchronized diving you should have synchronized balance beam you should have synchronized it's like they're just trying to find an, another sport because all you're doing is just two divers doing the same thing Right, and they need something else for the Chinese to stay relevant with. Right, why don't you have synchronized beam? Why don't you have synchronized floor routine? Go ahead and give me synchronized vault. Uh, you know, give me synchronized uh, 100 meter dashes. I don't, it's right. just, it just seems like they're like, it seems, while I agree, like while Rob is right, it is a, it is an athletic thing. Um, it seems like they just added it because they wanted to add something. It's weird, like there's synchronized diving, but softball, and baseball aren't played. Well, that's, and here's what yeah, you're absolutely diving, right. But wrestling was on the chopping block last time. And, and that's what it all comes comes back to, I think. It all circles back to wrestling and one of the most, and I'm not a wrestler, but it is what it is. It's one of the original Olympic sports. It's done in every country. It's been around forever. It's a true physical sport in every sense of the word. And yet somehow it was going to be phased out. But I, I think trampoline is still allowed. Trampoline. And so is uh, rhythmic gymnastics. That's a joke. That's, yeah, we're going to take my, see here, you're going to get me going again. I mean, there's, there's the air rifle thing. Skeet shooting. Um, my thing yeah, is there, there's two smart. good rules of thumb. Uh, it, one is if you can still be an Olympic champion in your fifties, late forties, then it's, you're not competing in a true athletic sport. And second, if less than 0.01% of the population in a developed country can even train in said thing, they don't need to be giving a gold goddamn medal for it. <laughs> I agree with you. I'm totally you know, into that. If I, I don't, I don't do track. I don't do soccer. But I know that if you're going to compete in one of those things, you're competing against the best of the best from the rest of the world because everybody can run and jump and train for these things, um, and even swimming. I mean, that, that's I, I like the swimming stuff. There are too many things in the Summer Olympics that are just antiquated, archaic, and I just think it's a travesty that somebody can say I'm an Olympic gold medalist in whatever uh, pick something stupid the air rifle or, or trampoline knitting or something riding around in the horse. yeah but, underwater but yet, basket weaving but yet people train yeah, their entire exactly. life you know to, to run to run the decathlon yeah, you know i mean and and are good and, and only three people are going to get a medal you know and they're competing against the best of the best i, I find not, that your offensive. your olympic rant Strikes home with me, sir. 
I, t- I completely so agree with you. It's been it's been like the only rant that I like the only problem that I've had with the Olympics so far. <laughs> like as a completely like non sports guy going in and trying to just absorb as much information about this as I can. Watching, you know, I've watched uh, every event that we, I guess, the USA at the very least has been involved in. Um, anytime that I've got free time that I can sit around the TV. That's the only sport that I've seen that I've just questioned, like, why the fuck is this here? Like, skeet shooting, again, that's another one of those that I'd probably Are we talking about the equestrian stuff? Yeah, the equestrian stuff. I just, I truly, Are we talking about truly, equestrian? Like, well, I, yes. I, can, I can tell you that the like the jumping portion of equestrian takes an immense amount of skill but you're right the, the horse the, yeah, is a key okay, piece so that, of that, that one operation but dressage right, exactly. is is a if you're wearing a top hat and and and, and, uh, and and tails Goddamn if you dress yeah. like a member of anything from Mongolian teams, if you look like you should get off the horse and walk right into the Diogenes Club, it's not a fucking <laughs> sport. The Diogenes Club. See, but then you um, got games like, like, like uh, rugby. Who? This is the first. This is the first Olympics with rugby, and that that blows my fucking mind. It's and the, I've been holy. And I don't know if you watched. I don't know if you I've watched. watched. Uh, they have women's rugby too, right? Did, I would just say, did you watch our women's rugby team? There's a there's a girl on our on our there's a uh, she's a fucking woman. She ain't a, she's no girl, and she she laid the fucking wood down on some like New Zealand big New Zealand chick. Who See, was I can screaming. get behind that, dude. She went face to face and just depleted her. <laughs> And it was and she, she stood over like what? Drop the fucking ball. Let's go play the game. Like and this girl got like she walked off. She, I will have to share with you guys the video of it. Please want to talk about just like it's the most American moment of the games for me. That's awesome. You know, bring it. People sweating and banging. You know, and and there's a ball. I mean, all day. Hey, speaking of sweating and banging, right? They allowed. Us, they allowed. A, 47 condoms per athlete in the Olympic Village. Speaking of sweating and banging, (laughs) half of the Olympic men's U.S. basketball team, in air quotes, accidentally went to a brothel. Oh, that was fantastic, wasn't it? Yeah. It's not like a a high-end brothel. It's like in a fucking dumpster. (laughs) They thought it was a spa. That's amazing. <laughs> Speaking of, did you guys catch the uh, U.S. Aussie game? Yeah, I no, did. I saw the second half. That was a brutal game. Most early round Olympic basketball games are pretty tough to watch. I, this is like, uh, I think the second or third one that I've watched. I think it's second. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, this was just intense. I I don't know. I guess I'd never watch Australians play basketball before. <laughs> a lot of those guys are, are NBA guys, though. The I Australian know. team. I mean, they shouldn't win, but they're they're not. It's like they're bums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Della Vadova and and uh, no. Patty Mills and Andrew Bogut are all. Those are the three yeah. most Australian names I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> all, all, all on active NBA rosters. But speaking of, of NBA players and 47 condoms like a boss, 
uh, are you familiar with their sleeping arrangements for yeah, this they, uh, contest? They like bought like a uh, like a cruise ship. Team USA leased a 619 foot yacht that they've docked just outside the bay <laughs> in Rio. They're not and that's where, in the Olympic Village. No, and they're they're just like apparently they're being cool about it. You know, by cool I mean crushing tail, but they're just you know bringing out like loads of other Olympians out to party on the yacht. Oh yeah, I was gonna say you know that they're you know if 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 you're an Olympian and you wanna go hang out with the NBA guys. You just got to be hot or famous. Right. There's a lot of like, 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 uh, the Brazilians beach volleyball team is probably on the yacht. Yeah. With, they, they, with like DeMarcus cousins. <laughs> Cause he likes them Brazilians. <laughs> right. Hey, I just shared with you guys like a, a, a YouTube link, uh, on your texting machine. You should probably cue that up and watch it while we're having this discussion. It wouldn't be New Zealanders playing rugby, would it? It would be the exact video I'm talking about. All right, all right I'm gonna I'm gonna check this out. Oof, how do I do full screen? Sets the tone with massive hits. Hold on, I want to see. Is that it? Oh, they both went down. Oh yeah. my! Watch the American pop right up though. Oh, watch- that's face to face. Hell yes, it is. <laughs> and she, wow. I would be, I would be concussed by that. <laughs> wow! She dump trucked her. Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. Absolutely. Go America! <laughs> wow, that's good sport right there. Then I have another one I'm going to share with you here, which is pretty cool. Um, for the very first time in uh, Olympic history, a uh, professional uh, NFL player is in the Olympics. Oh, He's no playing kidding. for the. He's playing for the men's rugby team. Right? The dude that was on the 49ers, right? Uh, Patriots. He? No, not, I, I don't know. Ebner. He's a, uh, oh. he's a DB. Is, it, is this the guy here making this other team look foolish? Yep. And you can, he actually at one point hits a dude and it's, uh, you can oh. form tackles him and like breaks his hip in half. Nate Ebner. <laughs> wow. That's a big boy. Yeah, he is. Look at him turn the corner on that highlighted freak show. Are you, are you talking about the, the, the crazy fast African-American gentleman? Versus Brazilian, yeah, highlight that's, mohawk man. That, yep. that's, he's, he's the fast <laughs> highlight mohawk man. And the episode oh, I think it's the names highlight itself. Mohawk, <laughs> <laughs> the episode <laughs> names itself. We run the end around better than you do there, mohawk. <laughs> yeah, we've been running the end around since Little Gridiron in fourth grade. Trust that's me. fantastic. We know how to run a sweep. So uh, yes, good good Olympiad. You know, I find the Brazilian subplot to be kind of a whole other embarrassing sham, but uh, uh, it is great sports and great spectacle. During competition, uh, a kayaker should not run into a sleeper sofa. No, that's that's they I'm call that sure that's bad. Cool. It's amazing. Green algae bloom diving pool. <laughs> Fucking crazy. But entertaining. And it is always nice to see uh to see Americans win gold and Yeah, and our gymnasts crushed it again. Oh god, yeah. Like run ruled them, I think. They're studs. Absolute studs. 
and we're rocking it in the pool and we got track coming up what uh later this week if not next week yep uh apparently i don't know usain bolt usually wins a bunch of things but we usually do pretty well in track so so good stuff rob what are you geeking on this week uh no man's sky actually just dropped uh it's a uh really really awesome space exploration game uh it's got uh just an absurd amount of these procedurally generated planets and they all have their own like procedurally generated ecosystems uh, uh, flora and, uh, flora and fauna. the developers of the game don't uh, even know how many ecosystems there are in their own world Right, or how many planets are in the, the, their universe. Doesn't it it's math absurd. out to over like 18 trillion possible combinations it's, or something yeah. like that? Yes. At, at and, it's, least, and if I believe, yeah. so, isn't it kind of like a, like a, it's like a sandbox game to where like, yeah, like it's a survival game, kind of like a, I want to say almost like a Minecraft, like very resource dependent. I mean, you're not going in like punching trees and getting resources, but you're going in mining materials, uh, trying to upgrade your own resources Fuck. and, uh, essentially make your way to the center of the, Fuck uh, me if I'm wrong, um, is it possible? Is it, is it the, is everyone in the world who's playing no man's sky playing in the same universe? Wherein, like, if you're on if you're on star planet XJ1, I could navigate my ship to the same planet and we could play on the same in the same plane of existence. Or is your universe wholly yours and I'm not in it? From what I understand, it is the former. Um, now, I do think that they have been having some problems okay. with it um in terms of some of the multiplayer aspects but i know that you should be able to bump into random people like the odds of you and me finding each other might be pretty hard um but we we could go on our galaxy long quest to find each other and is it possible together. to get people together to create some sort of um confederation of space pirates maybe call ourselves the empire and rule certain quadrants of a galaxy with uh force and power i if you believe hard enough i we believe should you try to make that happen by. i'm down <laughs> your lag went away totally did it good right at the yes. end of the show thank god it thank god it didn't take the, end of the fucking show for that to happen <laughs> that have been really it did but i think the lag made it hard for you to tell uh, all right well uh yeah so no man's sky that's what i've been geeking on uh, really really awesome stuff uh, Joe, I'm honestly just you? geeking on Gen Con still. Just I had such a good time and I got so many games and just like, I, I don't know. I talked about a few of them uh, on, on last week's show that came out this week, like the Willy Wonka tests. But um, uh, I got this one game, Mouse Guard, or uh, uh, what is it called? Swords and Strongholds that... I'm particularly excited about it's kind of like it's in this this world that that uh, it goes with an RPG called Mouse Guard, which is sort of like D&D &D meets Redwall. And um, 
Swords and Strongholds is a very simple kind of it's sort of like a chess or checkers strategy game where you've got a certain number of pieces and you need to either capture all of your opponent's pieces or achieve a specific end game goal to win. And it's a really short game. I think when Jacob and I demoed it, it was about 15 minutes to play and um, it was a lot of fun. And I could see how like First of all, I could see how you could play it a lot and it would take you a long time to really master how to play it well. Second of all, the the board itself is just a really beautiful piece of art. Like you could just leave it out and it would be a cool conversation piece or like I might put it on my desk in my office someday so that like someone could come in and we could like have a conversation while playing this game. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, like it's not it's not particularly brain burning either. So I don't know. It was a lot of fun. I really liked it. It'll be one of those games I throw in my backpack to just bring places. So. Well, I'm looking score. forward to playing it at yeah. some point in time. Nick, how about you? Well, two-parter. Have any of you gents happened to read anything or catch the movie trailer for this uh, this film called The Great Wall? I have. Yep. Mm. Is that Donald Trump's? No, it's a it's a Chinese film. Um, the the tagline for it, hold on, is seventeen hundred years to build, fifty five hundred miles long. What were they trying to keep out? It stars Matt. It's got starring Matt Damon as the lead. Um, <laughs> it's got Oberyn Martell and Willem Dafoe, and I, I don't know. I came across it on IMDb, and I'm just I'm. I don't know. It's just very transfixed I mean, by it, it. Sounds like an interesting cast for a historical Chinese movie. Well, I, I don't think it's supposed. I don't know. No, if it's, 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 Matt Damon's doing like his like his Kaiju. last samurai. Is a historical a strong word for a uh, uh, like seventeenth yeah, century BC Pacific Rim? Yeah, I, but I'm, I'm Matt Damon can do no wrong in my eyes. So I, I found that interesting. Um, but I can't geek on it until it is out. Uh, the the wife and I, after we... Oh, I didn't even tell you this. Te- teaser for next week. I have finished Game of Thrones and have massive thoughts. Uh, but in in trying to find something else for us to watch, uh, we played a game and ended up with uh, The Night Of Ooh. on HBO, uh, which that? is their, their newest... Well... <laughs> We're two episodes in, and you know, as with uh, with most HBO programming, they really they 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 know what they're doing. If you can get past the the first twenty five minutes of the pilot, um, with your able to suspend your disbelief kind of deal, uh, then it becomes it, it really becomes riveting and starts to pull you in um, a little bit like a. Stranger Things, you know, you kind of like, like not quite sure what you're getting into the first half of the first episode, and then it starts to kind of click in. Um, if you're not familiar, it's a story of a um, Muslim American of Pakistani heritage, but American citizen, American-born kid in New York who uh, basically parties with a chick and then wakes up and she's been murdered. Um, and Sort of looks like he might have done it, but he doesn't remember doing anything like that. The rest unfolds in a kind of a true crime kind of drama. Um, 
John Turturro, I'm a big fan of it. And so that's kind of, kind of got me hooked. He's, he's spot on. So, so far, so good. Um, I would definitely say, uh, check out the first two episodes and make your own mind up, but it's, um, appears to be on the track of, of the next great, uh, HBO series, I guess probably a mini series. So a la true detective or whatnot, if you can forgive true detective season two. Uh, so yeah, so far so good. I'll keep you updated. But very cool. I would recommend at least checking out the, the pilot plus one and see if you like it. Um, right guy. I want to start start with a a quote that I just Hmm. saw on Facebook. Every Olympic event should include one average person competing for reference. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, uh, What do I make? Um, I uh, got my official um, notice of occupancy on the, on our house. Yeah. I I saw that. I can, uh, I can legally live in my house now. Congratulations. Um, so before you the, uh, water. Yeah, in my own home. Um what a help on your taxes. I so I am I am in a total move out mode right now. My house I'm, is a total wreck. Um I, I called direct TV to get, you know, the service switched over and everything. And uh, the guy told me that he could have it done tomorrow or right at the wait till September. So I have no te- I have no televisions in my home. Um but you have a giant direct TV? antenna dish <laughs> yeah i don't know what they're gonna do i guess they're gonna come take it but uh no it's just getting exciting so i've been geeking on that this week um the build up to all the shit that we thought we had ready to go that we really have no we really don't have anything ready to go i, I love the picture here uh this card must be posted in a conspicuous place in a conspicuous place Right. Don't post it inconspicuously, please. I'd post put it in place conspicuous. I'd put it on the uh, corkboard at the Ega. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be wrong. It's in a very conspicuous place. That's uh, great. God, God bless uh, rules and regulations of mm-hmm. But uh, and, yeah, that's what I've been geeking on this week. Um, local ordinances. Local ordinances. Damn straight. Fantastic. A uh, little bit of housekeeping news, something that we're going to uh, I'm releasing for the first time on our show um, for those listeners who are inclined. September uh, 17th uh, is a Saturday and uh, we are having the first annual no first ever um, Geek Cast Live movie podcast weekly meetup at Nine Irish Brothers in West Lafayette. Not sure on the time yet, but that's where we will be on that Saturday. Um, all your you favorite, should too. All your favorite hosts from MPW, Jay, Carl, Andy, myself will be there. Uh, Rob and Nick will be there. Joe will be there in a very unique capacity that we'll leave secret for now. Mm-hmm. Um, and other listeners of shows that you've either talked to on the message boards or on Twitter or whatever. Um, so as soon as I get a time, I'll let you guys know, but, uh, we hope you all can be there and have some drinks with us and enjoy some good food and some stories and stuff. So September 17th, put on your calendar. Huzzah. Yes. Stick around for more plugs. (laughs) Yes. There's going to be more. Other plugs. And then. And then wait, wait a heartbeat. 
in a heartbeat, and then Rob will say Ferrari, La Tigra. And here's plugs. In a poll where Professor Xavier, Luke Skywalker, and Garfield the Cat were all asked, what is their favorite coffee? None of them answered because they're all fictional characters. But if they could, they would have said Death Wish Coffee, the world's strongest coffee. Be sure to check them out at deathwishcoffee.com and be sure to hit them up on the iTunes or Google Play. Check out Death Wish Coffee. If you don't get enough of Geek Cash Joe, check me out on my other show, This Freakin' Show, at thisfreakinshow.com. If you have listened to the show before, you are most likely familiar with the guys from Wayward Raven. And if you haven't listened to the show, you're going to have to just trust me on this one. These guys are the best and have some kick-ass wares over at waywardraven.com. So head over there and check them out. Use our discount code NECKBEARD and save yourself some dollar bills. If you like what we do or you want to harass us, be sure to check us out on Twitter at GeekCast Live, GeekCast Rye, GeekCast Bass, GeekCast Joe, and GeekCast Nick. If you want to check out our podcast, be sure to go to gcl.ninja. Want to check our Facebook out and interact with us? GeekCast Live is what you got to search for. And be sure to check us out on iTunes. Give us five stars live if you have to. Hey everybody, GCR here. Thanks for listening to another episode of the GeekCast Live Podcast. This week's bit of bass is Warriors by Too Many Zoos. That's Zoos with a Z.